Hello, family and friends. The title of today's message is Christian Teamwork. Let's pray. Father, we come today so thankful. You're such a merciful God, a wonderful God, a God that loved us so much. He sent his very own son to die at Calvary, and he rose from the dead on the third day. Father, we come ready to receive more from your word. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, folks, you're going to talk today about this topic, Christian Teamwork. My friends, I was working on a project late this afternoon that involved a lot of teamwork, and it reminded me of how important teamwork is in Christianity. If potential future Christians don't see us working together, well, it pushes them away from Christianity, and none of us wants to do that, right? When we let the love of God come out of us that came inside of us when we got born again, we'll automatically be a good Christian teammate. Take church, for example. How would the church service go if the pastor had to come unlock the church and then be the greeter and then do the praise and worship and then take up communion and then take up the offering, etc.? You get the picture. We need teamwork. One person can't do it all. Even God wants to work with us. Let's start today in Mark 16, verses 15 through 20 in the Amplified Bible. And he said to them, Go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He who has believed in me and has been baptized will be saved from the penalty of God's wrath and judgment. But he who has not believed will be condemned. 17. These signs will accompany those who have believed. In my name they will cast out demons. They will speak with new tongues. 18. They will pick up serpents. If they drink anything deadly, it will not hurt them. They will lay hands on the sick, and they will get well. 19. So then, when the Lord Jesus had spoken to them, he was taken up into heaven and sat down at the right hand of God. 20. And they went out and preached everywhere, while the Lord was working with them and confirming the word by the signs that followed. Folks, notice they went out. Not just how one person went out by himself. No, they went out and preached everywhere. And guess what? The Lord was working with them and confirming his word by the signs that followed. Let's go to Ecclesiastes 4, 9 through 12 in the Amplified Bible. 9, two are better than one because they have a more satisfying return for their labor. 10, for if either of them falls, the one will lift up his companion. But woe to him who is alone when he falls and does not have another to lift him up. My friends, we're better together. We can lift each other up and help each other, and encourage one another as a team. Eleven, again, if two lie down together, they may keep warm. How can one be warm alone? Twelve, and though one can overpower him who is alone, two can resist him. A cord of three strands is not quickly broken. Folks, when we work together, we're like that cord of three strands. One strand can be easily broken, but three or more... It's strong, and we can be successful working together. Proverbs 27, 17 in the Amplified, As iron sharpens iron, so one man sharpens and influences another through discussion. 
Folks, we don't sharpen ourselves by ourselves. We sharpen one another through discussion. Now Psalm 133 in the Amplified, the excellency of brotherly unity. One, behold how good and pleasant it is for brothers to dwell together in unity. Two, it is like the precious oil of consecration poured on the head, coming down on the beard, even the beard of Aaron coming down upon the edge of his priestly robes, consecrating the whole body. Three, it is like the dew of Mount Hermon coming down on the hills of Zion. For there the Lord has commanded the blessing life forevermore. My friends, it is good when we dwell together in unity. It's like consecrating the whole body, and the Lord commands his blessing when we work together. 1 Corinthians 1, verses 10 through 13 in the Amplified. 10, but I urge you, believers, by the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, that all of you be in full agreement in what you say, and that there be no divisions or factions among you, but that you be perfectly united in your way of thinking and in your judgment about matters of faith. Folks, God wants us all as believers to work in the name of Jesus Christ in agreement and unity, and God will command his blessing. 12. Now I mean this, that each one of you says, I am a disciple of Paul, or I am a disciple of Apollos, or I am a disciple of Cephas or Peter, or I am a disciple of Christ. 13. Has Christ been divided into different parts? Was Paul crucified for you? Or were you baptized in the name of Paul? Certainly not. Folks, in these last days, we can't be divided. Christ is the one that paid the price. Our church didn't pay the price. Our church wasn't crucified for us. Jesus Christ was. That's the common message that we all should have no matter what church we go to. Ephesians 4, verses 10 through 16 in the Amplified Bible. 10, he who descended in the very same as he who is also ascended high above all the heavens, that he, his presence, might fill all things, that is, the whole universe. 11, and his gifts to the church were varied, and he himself appointed some apostles, some special messengers, representatives, some as prophets who speak a new message from God to the people, some as evangelists who spread the good news of salvation, and some as pastors and teachers to shepherd and guide and instruct. Folks, all of the fivefold ministries work together to point people towards Jesus, and the whole body of Christ should be doing the same. Twelve, and he did this to fully equip and perfect the saints, God's people, for works of service to build up the body of Christ. My friends, notice God's people are fully equipped for service to build up the church, the body of Christ. Thirteen, until we all reach oneness in faith and in the knowledge of the Son of God growing spiritually to become a mature believer, reaching to the measure of the fullness of Christ, manifesting his spiritual completeness, and exercising our spiritual gifts in unity. Folks, if we're going to be a mature believer, we have to work in unity with the rest of the body of Christ. 
14, so that we are no longer children spiritually immature, tossed back and forth like ships on a stormy sea and carried about by every wind of shifting doctrine, by cunning trickery of unscrupulous men, by the deceitful scheming of people ready to do anything for personal profit. 15, but speaking the truth in love in all things, both our speech and our lives expressing his truth, let us grow up in all things unto him, following his example, who is the head, Christ. 16, from him the whole body, the church, in all its various parts, joined and knitted firmly together by what every joint supplies, when each part is working properly, causes the body to grow and mature, building itself up in unselfish love. My friends, when we work together in Christ, when we grow up in the things of God, following his example, the whole body is joined together and each part works properly and it causes the body of Christ to grow. Praise God. Let's pray. Father, we're so thankful we choose to work as a team. Christianity is a team, Father. We thank you that we work together with you. We work as a team, Father. We row the boat in the same direction. Thank you for helping us. Thank you for correcting us when we miss you, Father. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, folks, you can contact us at celebratejesusministry at gmail.com or by phone at 812-449-8147. We love you all. Please go talk to someone about Jesus today. And remember, Jesus thought about you on the cross at Calvary.